welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Hey, it's Nikki Lou. And this is Haley Kisling. And you are tuned in to the Digital PR Podcast. We have a great episode lined up for you today. We're going to be talking a lot about like influencer marketing, especially why Gen Z loves it. And Haley and I are going to talk about some of our favorite brands. So stay tuned. There's a lot to come. So Haley, I mean, you know, you're Gen Z, I'm Gen Z influencers play a huge part in our life like we see them every single day yeah we do so how do you really feel about influencers um for me i guess it just depends really on the influencer i like to see influencers who create a community for their following not just you know constantly promoting whatever it is that they're whatever or whoever it is that they're an influencer for um but yeah how do you feel about it do you see lots of influencers in your feed and everything yeah i mean I see influencers all the time over my feed. I mean, as you know, I started that new Instagram page to really focus on me becoming like a fashion blogger and just sharing my outfits and everything that's going on because I would love to be an influencer. I mean, working in PR, like I see the back end of influencer marketing and I love it. And I've always would be like, oh my God, it'd be so cool to actually be the influencer, actually being the one creating the content, actually being out there and like putting yourself out there. So I've been really challenging myself to actually just go out there and just do some little influencing. Um, I haven't gotten a brand deal yet. So if you're a large brand, um, hit me up. You can follow my IG at Nicole Marie Lou. <laughs> we but, love the self promo. We got to get it in there. Yes, she, of course. Great. Yeah, it, my content's actually really cute. So, so definitely check it out. But I mean, other than that, like, I'm on TikTok a lot. Like, oh, I spend yeah. a lot of time on TikTok. I hate to admit it. But, I mean, I just had spring break, and I had, like, my internship and all this other stuff to do. But I still spend so much time on TikTok. So on there, I'm constantly seeing influencers, especially with fashion. Like, they're like, oh, buy this and use my code or do that. And, like, so a lot of those I don't relate to. Like you said, it's that community. Like, there's only a few influencers that, like, are actual influencers on TikTok that I can follow and be like, you know what? Sophie said she likes that. I'm going to buy it because Sophie said she likes that. Sometimes a lot of the stuff I see are just from like random girls like you and I, like just your average girls. Um, And they're sharing their products that they love. And that sometimes is what goes viral. But I mean, even behind that, sometimes that's all planned out. Like, the roots of influencer marketing is so deep, but I mean, like, think about the Revlon hairbrush. Oh my gosh! I Did you not have to have it? I had to have it. Every every girl had it, and I felt very left out. Yeah, and they, oh, they I, got me instantly. Oh my god! As soon as I saw that, as soon as I saw those curls, because I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? COVID's like not over, but like it's loose. Everything's loosening up just a little bit. And I want to do my hair. Like I want to look nice. And I always had the hardest time, like being able to curl my hair. So I'm like, Oh my God, you could do a blowout with a brush. Like that was amazing. Yeah. I honestly, before even hearing about the hairdryer brush, I did not even really know about blowouts being a thing. So I was like in shock. You're like, like, wait, people blow dry their hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have time for that. Anyways. But, 
Yeah, I was really shocked. I was like, that is crazy. You can, like, curl and dry your hair at the same time. Yeah. And then it actually, like, looks good and works. I know. So, I mean, I got that for Christmas, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and, and so many women had that on their Christmas list, like, Everyone got that. Like, I swear, everyone who posted about, like, literally the next day on TikTok, oh, I got my Revlon hairbrush. And then this year, what was it? It was the Dyson. The Dyson. Oh, I feel so left out. But I can't I afford that. that. I can't is, afford that. It's too but much. But we stick with the Revlon. We stick but with now, I actually, I actually learned how to blow dry my hair with a round brush. Um, and I don't even use it any, anymore. Like, I don't use the Revlon girl anymore. She's just sitting in a basket. <laughs> a lot of the stuff I do buy... Sometimes it's like, oh, this is cool. This is great. And then another thing comes along and another thing comes along. Like there's just always something new to purchase. Right. The trends keep moving. I know for me, I see um, a lot of Amazon influencers oh my gosh, come up on yes. my TikTok feed. All the time. All the time. But the you know, affiliate links. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I love it because I like seeing their their whole lists of everything that they like. And then I get to see what real people actually think yeah. of these products and like. And that really, like, relates to, like, Gen Z and, like, what they're looking for in an influencer. Like, I mean, TikTok's a great place for brands or influencers to really be if they want to really hit the Gen Z audience because, th- um, was it 37.3 million TikTok users are part of Gen Z. Like, that's a lot of people. Like, that's a right lot. there on the app and they're actively using the app. And... I mean, some of the habits we just talked about, these are some things that Gen Z relates to when they're purchasing, when they're thinking about an influencer, or if they want to purchase something from an influencer, like it's that community. Yeah, so the community aspect is definitely huge for me, and it plays a big role um, for influencers when they're promoting a product. And I think it depends on whether the content is organic or paid. Oh my gosh, totally. Like, if it's paid content by an influencer... A lot of the times, I hate to say it, but I scroll past it. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, I do not care because I don't really know if it's your real opinion or not. Right. Like, I cannot trust you. So I think that organic content definitely brings in a new level of trust for community. And, um, you know, it's a real person taking the time out of their day. Yeah. And it's not just some celebrity. And they, like, trust it. Yeah, Yeah. Especially with celebrities, like... A lot of Gen Z, like, they don't trust celebrities as much as they trust influencers to give that advice. So two-thirds of Gen Zers follow influencers, and then 50% of them said that they can trust a recommendation that an influencer says. So the fact that Gen Z, like you just said, like, they trust the influencers. They don't trust the celebrities. I mean, some celebrities are influencers. Don't get me wrong, but... We're hyper-connected in this world as Gen Zers. I mean, we're the digital natives. Like, we can really see through a fake brand and, like, those sponsored contents. And I did want to clarify, when we're talking about sponsored contents, we're talking about when it's paid to be pushed out. We understand that the influencers are getting paid to post it. We're fine with that. But when the influencer or the brand then pays that post to get pushed, that's when a lot of people tend to ignore it. But... I mean, it really all comes down to can I trust you? Can I trust this brand? And like I said, being those digital natives, like we see through all of this stuff. Like 
we know when a brand's being authentic. We know when they're fake. And that, I mean, I can get into whole other things. Like, we can get into cancel culture. But I think that's going to be next week's podcast. So I don't want to overstep my boundaries. But with influencer marketing, it's really all about how authentic you can be with that community you built. Yeah, I agree. I think community is really important because that's one reason why I actually follow a lot of influencers because of the community they create. And, um, you know, it's really the what's in it for me yeah and I look at it as they're doing this for their audiences and for themselves to make them happy so yeah I definitely really like that I've seen that like a lot especially with like that shift towards that Instagram model towards the TikTok creator like it's more about like I'm doing this as for from the influencer's perspective I'm doing this for me because it makes me happy but, like, I'm cultivating such a, like, niche following or such a captivated audience because I'm actually doing something that I thoroughly enjoy. Because, like we said, like, we want it to be authentic. Like, people want influencers to be the their authentic selves. And look at some of those influencers who are doing great things, like Brett Rockman. Like, oh, yeah. oh my God, like, I literally love him. Literally. Or um, Remy with the fashion and, oh, like, yes. how she would call out brands, how, like, Cause like, she's not like plus size, but she's like not like like she's not a size small, right. and like that's all you see. Like you literally only would see like on Instagram like those skinny blonde women. Yep. Like and I'm size like zero. Yes, yeah, size zero. I'm like I'm not a size zero. So when you see someone like Remy just like putting herself out there, being her authentic self, like oh my god, it was so amazing, yeah. and like it really attracts a community of people. Yes, it really you're does. Being you're being so authentic, and what's so nice about that, it's like oh, my God, like, she's putting herself out there. Like, I can put myself out there. Like, I can feel confident in these clothes. Or it actually makes you think because, like, a lot of these clothes aren't designed for women with hips. Like, oh, my – that's why I started posting my mid-size content because there's not a lot of women out there showing their fashion in the mid-size area. And, like, Remy, like, oh, my God, love her. Like, she really hyped me up in a sense. I've never met her, but if I did, I feel like we'd be great friends. So, Remy, if you are listening, I dropped my IG below. You can follow me. But seriously, like, I feel like – she really opened the doors for people to just feel comfortable in their skin and, like, start calling out those brands. Like, did you know she has a deal with Revolve now? Oh, my gosh, no, really? Yes, so she has a deal with Revolve. That's crazy. Like, so her and Revolve are making clothes that are flattering to women who have curves because she would do those Revolve's try-ons, and she'd be like, Revolve, like, seriously, what is this? And that's great brand listening like they were paying attention and they saw they're like wow we're missing the mark like i mean i think everyone with covid we put some pounds on and like i'm sorry but i'm not a size zero and i don't think i ever will be so finding clothes or like having a brand that i can actually go to every single time like wow that fits me or like with Abercrombie curve love jeans yeah those Those are all over tiktok those are all over the place and i'm surprised i haven't even gotten them yet i have not i've stayed do it steered clear you need to do it like they're a little expensive but you treat yourself honey treat yeah, yourself right, treat right. yourself so i didn't end up treating myself to the Abercrombie jeans but i did however treat myself to skims oh really what yeah. did you get do you tell um, do you tell just some underwear Ooh, so cute the packaging was really cute I'll oh my gosh everything about skims is so cute i see it all over the internet yeah. oh my gosh so cute i never really thought i would buy it though i always yeah, thought it's you expensive. know expensive right i 
thought, you know, this is a celebrity brand. Like, how good could it actually yeah. be? And then, of course, on TikTok, I saw so many organic posts about oh my gosh, Skims I and know. how great they were. Those dresses, it's like skin tight and yeah. you look amazing. I'm like, oh, do I drop the $60? I know, like, is it worth it or is yeah. it not? And at well, this point, I'm like, you know, it might be. Yeah. It so might. did it come in yet? It did. I did. They're... They're great. Is it worth it? it? I would say it's worth it. All yeah. right. So Haley gives a stamp of approval to yes. Skims. So what what are some um, brands that you see? Skims does a great job with their influencer marketing, especially their inclusivity. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, their brand is inclusive, that's amazing. I mean, like, one of their big competitors is Victoria's Secret, who is – trying to catch up but they're just not there and that's another story but one brand that i see that does really well with influencer marketing is misguided the uk clothing it's fast fashion i don't really purchase from there but they do a great job yeah i see a lot of their stuff all over oh my gosh like their plan to work with like influencers like they know that Gen Z likes that transparency. They like that community. So, like, the way they work with influencers, it's not like a one-off deal. Yeah. It is sometimes months long or years long because, like, they know to cultivate that community to make it authentic. It's not going to be a one-off post. So, like, they're, the influencer marketing misguided does is amazing. And they also have, like, so many different influencers in so many different categories to reach all these target audiences. Victoria James, um, head of brand marketing, said that you can maybe create a promotion or create a billboard, and that may only reach a certain number of audience. Or you can use the same amount of money and hire multiple influencers, all with a different target audience, and you just reach so many more people and it's so much more effective and so much more authentic that it's just crazy the power influencer marketing has and like every top brand is doing influencer marketing and if they're not i mean i've never heard of them because (laughs) they're not at the top yeah yeah so i mean influencer marketing it's really got us wrapped around the finger with gen z especially i'm excited to see what um gen alpha comes up with but we got a few years before we have to start worrying about marketing to a whole another generation but that's all we have for today and thank you so much for tuning in with Haley and i go ahead and feel free to follow us on ig again my ig at is at nicole marie lou and i'm at Haley kissling and if you want to just ever talk about influencer marketing or anything related to pr hit us up on linkedin we love talking about this stuff and so we won't be here next episode unfortunately i know but there's some different voices coming to you with great different topics and we really loved spending this time with you so we'll talk to you soon Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Digital PR Podcast with Haley and I. We really enjoyed spending this 15 minutes with you. We did want to let you know all those statistics that we pulled, all of those numbers. Don't worry, we didn't 
create them ourselves. Um, we found some really good research on them. So we will have those linked below in our show notes. And we look forward to seeing you again soon.